Welcome to SL Advisors Talks Energy. I'm Simon Lack. At SL Advisors, we invest in energy infrastructure. We read about energy. We talk to people in the energy sector. We write about energy. We explore how the shale revolution is leading to American energy independence and how climate change is impacting how energy is produced and used. Nothing we say should be construed as a sale of securities, which can only be made through the relevant prospectus. In this week's podcast, I'm going to discuss the rebound in energy stocks. It's a disgusting stench at almost any price. Sell, sell, sell. And that's how I feel about the oil and gas talks here. Now, I've been criticizing this group nonstop for months because I wanted to immunize your portfolio against a wave of selling typically made by younger portfolio managers who care about the environment more than they care about chasing you. That was Jim Cramer a couple of months ago. He's been saying for years that climate change is dissuading young money managers from investing in energy. I'm not young enough to be dissuaded. Climate change has been hanging over the sector like the sword of Damocles for years. It's hard to find much real evidence of investors dumping energy stocks because of climate change, but you certainly see energy companies talking about climate change. The biggest pipeline corporations have such strong ESG credentials, which means that they rate highly on environmental, social and governance metrics, that they're included in ESG funds run by BlackRock and others. Climate change has caused a lot of misdirected energy. Many government agencies that worried about a slowly warming planet should have been more focused on the risk of a pandemic. I know that sounds a bit like being wise after the event, but even the World Health Organization had a video on their website saying that climate change was the biggest health risk facing the planet. If that's what they thought, it's no wonder they performed so poorly as the pandemic spread from China. This year, emissions will be down. Nobody's going anywhere. We're not driving or flying. So climate extremists will have to concede that we've brought ourselves some time, at least a couple of years compared with the path emissions were on before. On top of that, as we go through a recession that might be quite deep and long, climate change will be more of a high class problem. It can't be more important than simply getting people back to work. Growing stockpiles, growing uh, inventories, uh, possibly meeting uh, waning demand, and that is just a recipe for disaster. Um, and, and so if, in fact, that, that continued waning demand uh, continues to, to uh, disappoint, uh, I think that oil prices are going to be softer. And you compound that with a potential uh, you know, strengthening dollar if the rest of the uh, FX market gets weaker. That's also negative. So that's a double whammy. Energy has been a lousy sector for several years. In fact, energy was the worst performing sector out of 11 in the S&P 500 over the past decade. I've been invested in pipelines for much longer than that, but the shale revolution has turned into a big bust for investors. Too many companies sank too much money back into the ground instead of paying dividends, buying back stock and reducing debt. Even the pipeline sector, which is supposed to be much steadier, was too focused on growth. Because of new initiatives, they weren't generating much cash. Free cash flow was very low. Energy companies should have been returning more cash to shareholders. So we're really not gonna see demand recover in the US or globally. We don't anticipate until Q4. And I don't, 
that there's implied stock builds with the excess supply. So personally, I'm very bearish on crude price beyond 2020 and even into 2021. Earnings are in for the first quarter. They've been surprisingly good for pipeline stocks. Cash flows have been remarkably stable, which has allowed the biggest corporations to maintain their dividends. This is really a welcome surprise. Lots of companies in other sectors have cut dividends. At a time like this, you get a free pass on being cautious about your cash. On management calls over the past few weeks, we'd heard plenty of caution. It's especially difficult right now to be confident about business prospects, but we also heard a lot of examples of resilient businesses. There's a lot more to America's energy sector than crude oil. Transportation demand is obviously down, but natural gas demand is strong. Looking at the weekly figures, you'd have no idea there was any coronavirus impact at all. We're consuming 85 billion cubic feet a day of natural gas compared with 80 a year ago. Power demand is down by 1 billion cubic feet a day, but residential and commercial is up by five. We're also exporting more. Propane, what you use in your barbecue, is seeing strong export demand. Coming into this year, we expected free cash flow to double in the pipeline sector. With coronavirus, all forecasts are less certain, but now that these companies have all had a chance to reassess their outlook, They've lowered EBITDA a little, but they've cut spending on growth projects by as much. The good news is that free cash flow for pipeline stocks still looks likely to double this year. I doubt there's another sector that can say that. It's an incredibly positive story given what we're all going through at the moment. It's why the sector has had a huge rally since late March. Our American Energy Independence Index, which in our opinion is the best index of pipelines, has almost doubled. Energy has been leading the market since the low in March. Big pipeline stocks offer the most stable cash flows in the energy sector. The American Energy Independence Index consists of the biggest and best pipeline corporations. There are a handful of MLPs worth owning, but not many. If you invest in pipelines through an MLP-dedicated fund, you're missing out on the best companies in the sector, which aren't MLPs. Last year, two big Canadian companies, TC Energy and Enbridge, generated half the free cash flow among pipeline stocks. They both did better than the S&P 500 too, and they're not MLPs. As more pipeline companies generate more free cash flow, you'll continue to see investors taking a second look. Some people who used to be bearish on energy are changing their minds. Here's the bottom line. Oh, by the way, if you believe this, if you believe this, this is a reason to buy Pioneer PXD, to buy Parsley. That's a little dollar, a couple, you know, small dollar amount stock, Parsley. It's a reason to buy EOG. It's a reason to buy Chevron. And it's a reason to buy the other fang, the wrong fang, Diamondback Energy, bottom line. The charts as interpreted by Carly Garner suggest that oil could rebound substantially over the summer. That's Kramer in late April, getting bullish on energy. Views are starting to shift. Thank you for listening to SL Advisors Talks Energy. To find more episodes like this one, go to our website, sl-advisors.com. There you can sign up for our blog, watch videos and webinars. Follow us on iTunes and Spotify and follow us on Twitter at Simon Lack.